welcome back to Dorm Room Diaries. Today we'll be talking about high school versus college personas. As always, we're so excited that you decided to join us. Let's, Let's get, get into, into it. it. Okay, Lila, I'm going to ask you a question okay, first because I feel like normally you ask me, so wow. we're switching things up today. We are actually. We're in Lila's room instead of mine. And I'm sitting on the opposite side of Leela. I'm I sorry, I actually did not think about that. Do you want to sit on the other side? No, it's okay. I gave you that no. side because I gave you the backrest. I know, you're so kind. But in honor of switching things up, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. So, did you consider yourself to have a friend group in high school? Yes, but it was very different to what I've heard about your friend group. Oh, okay. Elaborate. Well, I mean, okay. I also think this is this is partly to do with the fact that you went to a high school with a graduating class of like five hundred people, <laughs> and mine had a graduating class of about fifty people. So I knew everyone in my grade, obviously, and mm-hmm. we were all pretty close. But I mean, I think to you, your friend group was, I mean, I guess like the core people. Yeah. around you whereas just like I was mixing around with people all yeah. the time and like I didn't really I mean of course I had like my friend but I would also say I had different friend groups yeah no I feel the same way I think I did too despite having that core group of friends but like there were definitely people that I would be friends with and would hang out with in certain circumstances but there are people I also like wouldn't mix and it wasn't necessarily because they had anything against each other but it was just people I wouldn't hang out with together normally and I think that's kind of how it worked in high school for me. I will say that my high school was very clicky and I think that it's partially due to the fact like you said that there were so many people Mm -hmm. in my grade but it was also much more so than a lot of the schools around us. Friend groups were like a huge thing. It was kind of like you needed to have that group of people especially when it came to just going to house parties and things like that because it's kind of not like in college where you can kind of just turn up to a party with a person or two and it's not questioned whereas it was kind of like your friend groups invited or not and if one person was invited and then a friend group wasn't there was drama there sorry no you're good so I think that that was also interesting So friend groups Mm. were definitely formed, I mean, obviously around the social scene, but like the outside of school scene too. But friend groups at my high school were also the people who you sat with at lunch. And I don't think I've ever talked about this. Basically how lunch worked at my high school was that we all had unit lunch. So every grade had lunch at the same time, Mm -hmm. but no one ate in the cafeteria except for like a couple people. And everyone else would sit in the hallways with their friend group but your friend group kind of had a designated spot. So like you know you knew where to find people because you would sit with your friend group in a certain spot in the hallway. Why would you not sit in the cafeteria? Well, our cafeteria was small. It definitely couldn't handle 400 people. Maybe a quarter of the school got lunch from school and everyone else sure. brought. Like I was someone who brought lunch. And I don't know. Like even if you got lunch, you would just kind of take it to where your friend group sat, which was I get that that's weird. Like, saying that out loud and describing that Mm -hmm. makes it sound like, whoa, that's really weird. But then we also had the thing called the senior hallway. So all of the seniors kind of sat in one hallway um, during senior year, obviously. And within that hallway, though, you would still sit with your friend group. Sure. So, like, at one end, you would definitely know that there's one group there. And then in the Mm -hmm. middle is kind of where mine sat. And, like, Mm -hmm. on one side of the wall. Like, it was really polarized in that sense so you kind of felt like you needed to be a part of a friend group whether you liked it or not like it was less about really 
enjoying each other's company rather than having someone to sit with. And honestly, it wasn't always a bad thing. Like, how I describe it sounds like it would be miserable, but it wasn't because it was just kind of how things were and how things ran. So that's kind of how that worked. And I think that's why friend groups to me were always just like a big part of the social scene. But it could definitely be different, I see, in your case. Well, okay, another observation is that obviously your friend group was kind of half guys, half girls. Well, that's interesting. That wasn't the case for probably three out of the four years of high school. Well, there were also a bunch of couples in it. Yeah, in my (laughs) current one. I don't have to get into that yet. So, for you, you did have only girls at your school, so that was only ever the option. But from my understanding, you kind of, like, you were friends with a lot of people and, like, they were the ones you hung out with more than others, but, like, yes. it was never really, like, a solidified yes. group. I just wouldn't say that it was, like, a group group because we didn't always have to do everything together. Yes. And I had different groups for different things. Yes. I still feel that but, way, too. And I would just call them, and they're just all my friends. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, the other thing is that um, our lunch situation was wildly different. I need to hear about it now. Well, okay, so... It's probably and- just more normal than what <laughs> mine was because mine was very odd. I understand that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure it was normal. Okay, in primary school... We had, um, we all had to eat school lunch, like cafeteria, uh-huh. cafeteria food. And mm-hmm. any Brits listening know <laughs> that British school food is like, it's a topic of big discussion, not in a great way. Okay. I'm sure, That's I'm sure we're just being really stuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I won't comment more on it, but it's not, it's really not the best. So I had to eat that. Oh, okay. First of all, my first school was actually vegetarian for oh. the first five, I want to say. Four or five out of You're seven years that I was for there. It to be so yeah, vegetarian. the entire school was vegetarian. It's interesting. And then after like five years, they the parents, the PTA <laughs> petitioned and um, we introduced mystery meat. We oh. call it mystery meat <laughs> because we never knew what it was. But like we had, we started having meat in the dining hall or cafeteria. But I think initially Mm -hmm. sorry it's all coming back to me (laughs) so i mean okay again to set the scene i went to a school in central london because that's where i live um where you can't really have like a giant plot of land yeah because it's expensive so my school was my school was small it was in like it was like a couple houses my first school my second school was like three houses joined together okay my first school was again like a big house or a few houses joined together my preschool was a house and so cute and so (laughs) Actually, like, right at kind of the beginning of my school life, they bought, like, a building next to it uh-huh. and converted, like, start, like made that, like, with a new cafeteria and everything. Yeah. But until they'd done that, we ate lunch in the classrooms, and, like, they would bring okay. in these big old trays of things every day, and we would all have lunch from that. And then when the cafeteria opened, we would go eat in the cafeteria, and then they, they you know, they went in and out of phases of, like assigning seating and you uh-huh. would switch seating every few weeks so you would always sit with different people or mm-hmm. just not assigning seating or when you get like depending on when you get to the cafeteria you make a line and then when you get your food you have to go and sit at a certain table yeah. based on that like so I mean I mean all of this was before I was 11 so okay. I don't remember a whole lot of it and it wasn't really like with friend groups or I don't entirely remember yeah when we were younger it was just kind of right. at least for me it was you ate with who you ate with and you didn't really right. care you just like talk to anyone I know oh to be young and innocent anyway and then (laughs) um woe is me um when you're when I was 11 I changed schools and 
at that point, my new school had the option to not have not eat cafeteria food. So you could either sign up for the cafeteria food or mm-hmm. you could bring your own lunch. And my mother signed me up to the cafeteria food and I <laughs> cried. I was like, I do not want more British cafeteria food. And Lulu. she was like, you're not doing that because we're not making lunch for you. And I was like, I will make my own lunch. And that lasted probably all of a week. But... <laughs> Thank you for making my lunches. And anyway, I mean, also I'd sometimes just take in, it would usually just be leftovers of food that I'd had. That I'd, yeah. I had a little thermos thingy. Me too. The first year you had to eat in the dining hall regardless of whether or not you had, I keep calling it dining hall, literal little cafeteria. Yes. We called it the dining room. And so you had to eat there the first year with all the people that were eating the school food. And then the second year, if you had packed lunch, you could eat it in your classroom. Okay. So I got to do that. So then, like, me and the kids that brought in lunch from home got to eat lunch in our classroom. Okay. And then I think your sophomore year of high school, you got to go out for lunch. So Yeah, we weren't allowed to go out for lunch. We were allowed to go out because also where we were in London, there were just so many places nearby that we could go and grab, like, a sandwich or something fun for lunch. So... I went and did that with my friends. But, I mean, it would be with different friends all the time. And also, I had a lot of commitments at lunchtime with uh-huh. extracurriculars and that stuff. So, sometimes I would yeah. have a really short lunch break I and I would just have to run and grab something. But, I mean, th- I did definitely did not have a friend group that I went and got lunch with every day. Okay. And I kind of think people did. around. Um, yeah, there were definitely more cliquey people. But I just kind of switched it up. I mean, I definitely had friends that I was closer to that I would spend more time with. But yeah. I wouldn't say I had one friend group per se yeah understood I feel like we went on a whole lunchtime tangent but it was very (laughs) crucial to me explaining friend groups but now more so to the title of this episode high school versus college personas I wanted to talk a little bit about like how we feel we're perceived or were perceived in high school as opposed to college and I've thought about this a lot since coming here um just in general because I feel like on a baseline, people tend to view me the same, but there are some differences in, like, personality, I guess, that just comes from, like, I would attribute a lot of it to age. Because the people I went to high school with, I had been in school with for years and years and years prior. So we saw each other grow up, however corny that sounds. All the different phases we'd gone through, they had known. Versus the people I've met at college kind of only know me at this point in my life. Mm -hmm. So I think that there are differences there. Do you feel the same way or differently? I think a big distinction for me, I don't know if people perceive me differently. Mm -hmm. I will say at the beginning of secondary school, I was a lot less confident than I am now. And I, I mean, I, I think I, oh, I talk agree about the fact that I was really shy when I was younger. Basically, people do not perceive me as not shy now. Um, if you guys remember our Who's Most Likely to episode, she's <laughs> not shy. She's not shy. Well, you I'm, are it. <laughs> I guess I'm a little outgoing. Sometimes, but, but like not in a bad way. Hopefully not. Um... Anyway, so, oh, back to, anyway, okay, I guess so being shy, but not really that I was when I graduated. Uh-huh. Um, but the other thing was that I was always one of the very youngest people in my grade uh-huh. because I feel like we've talked about this, but as a brief recap, the um, typical age system for 
schooling in the UK is from September to August. So, mm-hmm. like, if your birthday is September, you're one of the oldest. And if your birthday is in August, you're one of the youngest. Obviously, uh-huh. there are exceptions, but that's the general rule. Yeah. And my birthday is right at the end of July. So, I was one of the youngest. And I have I was always kind of perceived as one of the youngest, I guess. I mean, it wasn't talked about a lot, but I do think that some of my friends or... I don't know. No, I get I mean, or I, like, yeah. I would look up to some of my friends. But... Now, having taken a gap here, I'm probably one of the older ones or yes. kind of in the middle of the pack. I do feel like a lot of my friends are actually not younger than me or, I mean, some of them, like, a lot of them are older than me or, yeah. I mean, we feel the same age even though I'm, like, nine months older than Lily. But, <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. Do you feel younger than me? Um, no. Not when I'm not thinking about it. Every once in a while, I kind of, I don't know, just, like, being retrospective, I'm like, oh, wow, like, Leela is older than me. But, like, I don't... When we're just interacting, no. Like, I don't right. think about it on a daily basis. But every once in a while, I'll be like, oh, my God. Like, next time she has a birthday, she's turning 20. Know, and, like, that kind of freaks crazy. me out. Because I'll be 19 when she turns 20. But the fact that I'm 18 right now and thinking about her future birthday being 20, like, that mm-hmm. freaks me out a little bit. But that's that just perception. Crazy. Like, anyway. that's just weird. So, I mean, yeah, I guess that is different being, not being one of the younger or that's yeah, definitely younger really ones, interesting i don't think that people perceive me that differently i don't know i and uh-huh. okay we are going to do another episode where we ask our friends what they think about us or yes. ask them questions uh, we want I, we hope you guys liked the last episode where we had a little snippet of some of our z group the people on our hall yes, tell us what they're thankful for let and us we know really, if you like that yeah we really want to include them more because it's more fun when other people speak, not just us. So, yes, right. Um, we're gonna do that in another episode, but yes, I'm not really sure. I think people perceive me pretty similarly, but who knows? I think there are a couple differences in how people perceive me, and some of them are just like baseline because I think that in high school, the most obvious thing for me was the fact that I played a sport. Well, like, I played soccer, but then my senior year, I did soccer, cheer, and track. I did track my junior and senior year. Mm-hmm. So, I think that, to some regard, I was perceived as athletic or an athlete. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that was my defining factor. Like, sure. I don't know. Like, I, but I think that more than I thought, people saw me like, oh, yeah, she's, like, athletic, I guess. Sure. I mean, I don't want to put words in people's mouths. Guys, correct me if you're listening to me and mm-hmm. didn't see me that way if you knew me in high school. But... Coming to college, that was definitely very different because, I don't know, I think for me, I'm not generally a super, super confident person, but I liked the fact that I was well-rounded in high school, and I thought that that was a redeeming factor for me. Like, I was active in clubs, I was a pretty good student, and then I played sports, so, like, I felt like if I ever lacked in one of those, I had something else for me, whereas Mm -hmm. here, um obviously everyone's extremely academic like they're very very smart Mm -hmm. so not having athletics to lean on in that part like if I ever wasn't doing as well as I wanted to like in the classroom I always had that option that I could Mm -hmm. just do well playing soccer because that was my main sport and here I don't have that which has been kind of a weird adjustment and not only was an adjustment but I realized that people here like they don't know I have any athletic background. Like, they only kind of know me as, I don't know, just, like, a normal person, a student, or, like, you know, just kind of... A, yeah, right? Like, I feel like a NARP all the time, because it's really weird, too. Like, if you guys I, don't want to know what NARP is, it stands for Non-Athletic 
regular person. Correct. Um, it's like, it's kind of weird. Like, so not only was it an adjustment for me, but I realized that people don't see me as athletic anymore if they ever did, which I was told they did, but who knows. So I think that's a big difference in how I'm perceived, whether people like actually take note of that, which is probably not the case or not. It's just weird to kind of reflect on the fact that I have a different identity at college. But I will say that I think that people view me similarly. I'm an introverted person generally. I mean, I don't know if you would know that from the podcast because all I do is talk on the podcast. But but I'm definitely a more introverted person. I enjoy my alone time, but I also like to be with people. And I'm more talkative with people that I'm comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And like you know, certain social situations. Like, I can hold a conversation. I can put myself out there if I want to, but I also am not going out of my way constantly to. And I think that that's similar to how I was in high school versus college, and I think my friends would attest to that as well. I mean, you talked about shyness and how that's definitely different now, but do you think that your friends noticed when you were um, in high school, like, that switch? Or when did it happen, even? Um... It's difficult uh-huh. to pinpoint an exact time. I basically decided I was sick of the fact that my parents would be like, can you go and ask this person that question? Uh-huh. Or can you just go walk up to a stranger and ask them this? Yeah. And 11-year-old me was like, are you kidding me? You yeah. want to go talk to someone that I don't know? And I was just scared. I don't know. And also my brother was always pretty confident, so he would always do that. And I was just sick of being the person that's too scared to do that or doesn't mm-hmm. really like talking to people that I don't know on the phone kind of thing. Yeah. And what can I do to make myself less afraid of doing these things? Uh And I'm not sure it was as much a conscious decision when I first signed up for it, but I signed up to do debate when I was 10. Uh And my school had a debate club. After school, we would meet and practice debates, and then Mm -hmm. we would go to debate competitions. And I think that was the first time that I had to speak publicly to a big audience of Uh people that I didn't know. And that started to give me more confidence in public speaking. So you eased yourself into it? I eased myself into it. So like performing different ways. Oh, I did um, public speaking examinations. Uh Uh-huh. So there was that I did, um, and then eventually debate turned into like Model UN, um, and I got you did really, Model UN. I did Model UN. <laughs> That's funny. I considered joining Model UN here, but I remember that actually. Didn't I you didn't go to like a Zoom for it? I did. I went to an info session, and then I think I was very overwhelmed with the fact that there were so many extracurriculars. Yeah, and I, I agree. Also, had like applied to other things, and yeah. I hadn't heard back from them, so, so I was like, yeah, I'm not going to sign up for yourself. a ton of things right now, but. Um, I did do modeling. I loved modeling. Anyway, I just started looking out for a lot of things and built my confidence over that. Yeah. That's really interesting. So, yeah, over the process, it probably wasn't, like, a stark difference. But that makes sense because who's going to wake up and be like, yeah, I'm not shy anymore. Yeah, I don't think... It was not a one-day woke up, boom, I'm a changed person. But... Yeah, I also, I mean, I mean, I wasn't super athletic like you, but I was, par- actually, okay, I, you reminded me when you were talking about it that I was my class's sports captain when really? I was in Wait, you just had a captain grade. for all sports? Each grade or each class would have a sports captain. You would have a form captain okay. and a sports captain. And the sports captain oh. was someone that represented <laughs> your class for sports or something like that. I think it was because I was on the tennis team. Go sports! And... Yeah, I played tennis and rounders for my school. What's rounders? Oh my goodness. Rounders is a, it's kind of like softball. Okay. Um, yeah, you play rounders in the UK. It's a British girls sport. Oh, um, exciting. Except 
Is the ball soft in softball? No. It's softer than a baseball. Okay. It's, like, bigger. Like, I think it's less dense. Okay, so, no. The ball is, I think, the same size as a baseball. Okay. The bat is significantly smaller. Okay. Like, the bat is much more narrow. Okay. It's not big. And oh, okay. you like- hit it, and then you don't let go of the bat. You hold on to the bat, and you have to run to the different posts, and then you get, anyway... Okay. You kind of get out the same way, but, um... Yeah. Yes. That's funny. By the way, in no way did I insinuate that I was sporty because I was sports (laughs) captain. I was saying that was kind of funny because I was not... I was by no means... Now you're a sporty guy. One of the sportiest persons. One of the sportiest people in my grade. Actually... Anyway. Uh, but yes. Lila pulls off athleisure really well, if you guys were wondering. (laughs) It's because I wear leggings every day. No, you just like look cute in it. I do? Yeah. That's such a nice compliment. Thank you. Of course. Of you course. do too. Thanks. Oh, <laughs> we're just on a little complimenting session. Wow. Okay. And on the note of athleisure, <laughs> I feel like we've concluded. Yes. Um, I believe we have. High school versus college. Um. As per the past few episodes, I would like to give a shout out. I don't know if Leela has one, but I definitely have one. Okay. In the spirit of being home, um, some of my friends brought up the podcast and mm-hmm. they were like, oh my God, I listen all the time. I listen every day. And it was people like I didn't know. Wow, you Just, listen like, every listen day? We don't release a new one every day. You know what I mean? I'm like kidding. they listen to every episode. That's Shut so up. cute. That's She's so, so sweet. Mean. But it was like people you, I wouldn't expect. So in particular, mm-hmm. Jess, if you're listening, this is for you. I told you I'd shout you out and I remembered. Thanks for listening, girl. I love you. You're the best. Um, Leela, do you have Hi. anyone? Um <laughs> I actually saw okay, I went You saw a listener? I saw, yes, I saw Claudia. <laughs> and I feel like we've talked about her a lot, and every time I edit her name out, because I actually yeah. have not talked to her about putting her name in the podcast. I don't know, I like to respect people's privacy yeah. if they don't want their name to be shouted out. Yeah. But I, I think I said, oh, I shouted you out, and then I said, oh, maybe I actually didn't leave it in, and we talked about it, but I did want to shout her out, because <laughs> a lot of times Claudia, I like, love you. my friend this, or my friend that, and then we say Claudia, and then I edit it out, because yeah, I don't because... want to, anyway. So yeah, yeah shout out valid. Claudia, woo, thank you for listening. Actually, she sent me today that on her... Spotify wrapped or podcast wrapped, whatever it is. She's a top 18% fan of our podcast. So thank you. That's so sweet. Love. In the spirit of everyone, Spotify wrapped. Let us know, guys. If we're in your Spotify wrapped, please tell us. You guys will get big shout outs. We love to see it. Oh, if you guys take a screenshot and tag us in your Instagram posts or stories and we'll repost you. Yes, 100%. Let us know if you've been a loyal listener to Dorm Room Diaries. We love you all. That's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back next Friday with another pod. In the meantime, stay stay swag! swag.